Long ago, when the pyramids were still young, Egyptian kings played a game of great and terrible power. But these shadow games erupted into a war that threatened to destroy the entire world until a brave and powerful pharaoh locked the magic away, imprisoning it within the mystical Millennium Items. Now, 5,000 years later, a boy named Yugi unlocks the secret of the Millennium Puzzle. He is infused with ancient magical energies, for destiny has chosen him to defend the world from the return of the Shadow Games, just as the brave pharaoh did 5,000 years ago. person is suspicious i didn't think he actually had a british accent but they gave him a little british accent just a little bit of one just a little little hint it's like a Lacroix. yeah he's the Lacroix of english people <laughs> he's british flavored Lacroix. limey eh eh die I'm summoning my millennium item right now. I hope I don't have to go back to the graveyard. Cod graveyard. Okay, this is incoherent. Welcome to Attention Duelists. I'm <laughs> Olivia, that's Nora. We watched Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, the best show in the world, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Adventures of Little Yugi and Big Yugi and Joey and Tristan and all those other motherfuckers. Couldn't name a single woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was vamping for time until I could uh, open up Hulu and then look at the names of the episodes we watched. But apparently, I'm logged out of Hulu, so I hit the I hit the login page and was like, "Well, that's not gonna fucking work." Um. Well, I'm pulling up the list of Yu-Gi-Oh episodes on Wikipedia. We, we watched... watched episode 11, The Dueling Monkey, episode 12, Trial by Red Eyes, and episode 13, Evil Spirit of the Ring. That's so or, true. It was an evil spirit in the ring. If you prefer, we watched episode 11, Friendship Power, Barbarian number one and number two. Uh, episode 12, Black Flare, Red Eyes, Black Dragon. And episode 13, Trap of the Metamorpot, Flame Swordsman in Danger. Yeah, the English names are better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the next... Some of these are good. Like, um, we have either The Light at the End of the Tunnel or Pitch Black Duel, The Castle Hidden in the Darkness. 
Okay, that one's that one's good. I would say mostly the English ones are hits and mostly the Japanese ones are misses, but you know, sometimes it's the other way. I mean, do you think Scars of Defeat is better than Clash Blue Eyes versus Red Eyes? Um, I think I think the Japanese is better there. So, we'll we'll read more as we go along. Don't so worry. in these episodes, mm-hmm. my Valentine is pissed off because Joey Wheeler is living rent-free in her head. She's uh, obsessed. She's obsessed, and she wants to kick his ass. Um, and then, while she's thinking about ways to kick his ass, she stumbles on Rex Raptor, who is down bad and uh, obsessed with Mai. So she goes, hmm, I, I, can, I can use this. So she goes and negs Joey until he agrees um to duo rex uh joey and tristan are fighting in this episode they are best friends who fight all the time uh despite not really having a specific relationship before these episodes or after i assume so joey is no no there's more stuff that deals specifically with their friendship um because i know that eventually tristan replaces joey with duke devlin there's a I, I remember at least one arc in Battle City about them like you know like being on the outs and fighting. Uh, we should also mention that we are starting clean on episode eleven with a uh, new Tristan that kind of sounds more like this now. I, I yeah I hate new Tristan's voice. I miss old Tristan. <sighs> it's he really does just sound like he really opened his nasal passages more and now he's just kind of calm about everything it's hard for him to emote with the with the new tristan voice and i don't like it i missed congested tristan this new voice with his constant trench coat and his like fucking harry dresden style just makes him sound like he's a businessman yeah Okay, so everybody tells Joey that this is a terrible idea, but Joey says, no, I've got to fight my own battles, so I'm going to fight this duel. So he does, and he goes up against Rex, um, and uh, Tristan decides he's going to leave because he doesn't want to watch the carnage, but Yugi convinces him to come back in time for Joey to use uh, one of Tristan's cards uh, to team up with one of his cards uh, and defeat uh, Rex's big dragon. However, it turns out that Rex has a bigger dragon. And this one well, you've actually heard of. It's the Red-Eyes Black Dragon. The Red-Eyes Black Dragon, I think, is the only dragon, right? The rest are dinosaurs? No, he's got that dinosaur that does the sonic blast thing. Uh, That's a dragon. There's some conflation happening in this episode between <laughs> the concept of a dragon and a dinosaur. Yeah... I mean, I guess they're kind of similar. No, not really. Mm. No, they're different creatures. We, we but they all... are both covered in scales and big We teeth. have Rex should not be able to get away with just pivoting to dragon usage. First of we all, do... that's Kaiba's thing. Yes, I was going to say that we do have a guy for that. Yeah. 
Rex Rex is just like the epitome of a B-tier guy. He's like that he's like that one Elite Four member in Gen 4 who's like a fire type user, but they literally don't have enough fire types to fill out a team, so he ends up using like a ghost type. And you're like, what the fuck is happening here? That's Rex Raptor. I can't wait. I guess maybe this is a Yugi thing, but remember how Lance has a like Dragonite that has a move that Dragonites can't learn. Uh. Like, he's straight up cheating. Because he has, like... I think it's Gen 1. Lance has, like, a a Dragonite or a Dragonair that has, like, a move you can't actually give that Pokemon in that game. Hmm. I think one of the... I think one of the Gen 3 gym leaders or Elite Force has an Altaria that knows Dragon Dance. Which I think is banned or illegal in competitive Pokemon. But anyway. I wouldn't believe that. So Rex summons the Red Eyes Black Dragon, and it's really strong. Um, but uh, Joey does a thing with Time Wizard, where he basically flips a coin to figure out if he's going to win or lose. And it turns out he won. And lucky for him, five minutes before he did that, Rex was like, hey, I'll bet my Red Eyes Black Dragon if you bet your Time <laughs> Wizard on this duel. So now Joey has the Red Eyes Black Dragon. <laughs> And a bunch of star chips. And a bunch of star chips. I think he I think he caught up to Yugi. I'm sure the wiki page I'm looking at has this information <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. So how I find oh, <laughs> uh well fuck us. A graphic showing how many star chips Yugi and Joey have is removed from the dub. Bastards. Uh other things cut from the dub. My taunts Yugi and his friends that the way they stick together are like ducks in a past life. Um, cut from the dub, a mother duck being followed by her ducklings behind Yugi and friends. So they just cut that whole goof. Aww. Um, uh, and in the original, Flame Swordsman has a yellow background instead of purple. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Uh, yeah, I-, I feel like... I feel like this batch of episodes has really, like, cemented my love of, of dub Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Like, the previous episodes were, like, enjoyable, but, like, I feel here's where we hit the groove. This one is, like, everything just kind of feels correct um, and good. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. How do you prepare a candy bar to eat it? No. Personally. No, stick with what? It? No, stick with this episode. Stick with these. I forgot that that's after this episode. Yeah, I don't want to move on. I want to stick with the Rex and Weevil duel before we get to the Bakura episode. Oh, it's it's weird because this is three episodes with two... <laughs> it's like two different two-parters that were pushed into three episodes, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Because the first episode does not conclude this duel. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes are the Weevil Joey duel, yes, and then the third episode is the Bakura. I guess it's a duel, the Bakura duel. Um, yeah, but this all the setup for that happens in the second episode as well. Yeah, but both two. Yeah, it's like two two parters in three episodes that bleed into each other, um, and both of them heavily feature Mai. So, like, I guess I yeah. get how you'd be confused about things that occur between them. But I I just would like to stick to the first, I guess, episode and a half. 
you uh the swamp battle god and the lava battle god uh both gain attack power because they love each other <laughs> because they are they are gay married yes uh they are gay orc married and uh, they destroy the serpent night dragon. I, I went to look this up because I, I didn't remember if it was actually called a dragon. But yes, the serpent night dragon. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, when I was watching this TV show as a child, I thought they were the swamp and lava battle gods because of Joey Wheeler's accent. Owned. Owned. Thanks, Joey. Um, uh, what I think is funny is that the swamp battle guard is canonically stronger. <laughs> which one is that is that That's joey the, the, i don't remember which is which it's the green one though the swamp yeah because lots of swamp um um there... this only gives me a summary of the duel not yeah not when uh, not which one i think swamp battle guard was joey's I feel like yes. that makes sense to me. Because turn 17, Joey draws Lava Battleguard and subsequently Normal summons it in attack position. Mm. Swamp Battleguard was already there. So yes, Swamp Battleguard was his. Lava mm-hmm. Battleguard was Tristan's. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just murderous lines in, in this first episode and a half. At one point, Joey makes a misplay and Taya goes, Don't worry, Joey. Everyone makes mistakes. Just try not to make another one. <laughs> Because this is an episode about how Yugi... This is one of those episodes about how Yugi and the gang are, like, friends, but not really friends. <laughs> like They're not that close. They're, like, kind of constantly, like, shitting on each other in a way that in this episode is really funny. Um, I also like when, jo- at the end of the episode, and a half, where Joey and Tristan are, like... Uh, you know, they've made up, but they're still kind of fighting. And Yugi tries to break it up, and Taya goes like, Don't worry, Yugi. I think that's just the weird way they, they show that they like each other. And Yugi goes, Huh. Okay. I hope they don't like me that much. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Um, I don't remember this exchange in full, but there's one exchange where... Mai calls Rex something, she compares him to some kind of animal, and he kind of whips around and goes like, I'm not that animal, I'm a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, he has some other dinosaur thing he says. Oh, I think it's because she compare. I think it's because people are comparing him to a dog throughout this episode, because he's just kind of like dueling a random guy that Mai wants beaten for no reason. Yeah, he's her attack dog. Is that the line, or did we mm-hmm. say that? No, Joey says like I can't believe I can't believe someone like you stooped to becoming my attack dog. <laughs> I'm not a dog. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> um, this isn't exactly Look, a know- joke, but I like when uh, Joey summons Time Wizard, and my goes <laughs> Raptor. Watch that Time Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving like. Triple A video game dialogue to him. <laughs> With this card, I can summon a monster. Pretty useful. <laughs> Joey, Joey fighting the red eyes, like, damn, I gotta find a way to stop his red eyes. 
Um, None of these cards will do. <laughs> Not but, this. Um, Maybe I can use my time wizard. He forgets he has it. He does forget he has. The, he draws the time wizard turn one, and then forgets about it, and then plays it, and then forgets about it for a few more turns. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, let's see. Turn one. Joey's hand contains Baby Dragon and Time Wizard. He plays Baby Dragon because he's trying to, he's kind of, you know, do the Thousand Dragon thing again. Joey, ha- Joey has one bread and butter and he's going to try to use it in ladder, damn it. <laughs> it doesn't work because Rex immediately just puts a guy down and kills the Baby Dragon. Yeah. Um, turn seven, he sets Time Wizard face down. Uh, like, uh, a magic, like a magic, like a magic trap card. It does say right here, Joey draws. He sets a monster and sets Time Wizard in the Magic and Trap card zone. Yeah. We're still on Calvin Ball rules. He will also summon the Flame Swordsman, which is a fusion monster, <laughs> without using polymerization. Or the two guys that it's made of. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't forget also that uh, that dinosaurs are weak to fire. Right. So <laughs> the dinosaurs get a bonus from the field, but also those ca- that's counteracted by... The um, the weakness to fire when once the flame swordsman. Oh, another great exchange is when Rex says something like, "You're so new, I bet you don't even know how to use the field power bonus." And then Joey thinks inherently, like, "Man, if only he knew. I barely remember which card is which half the time." Joey is not good at this game. <laughs> no, I. in fact, I think he gets worse the longer the game goes on. I think part of that is because it's t- like a TV show thing where, like, the dumb guy gets way dumber as time goes on. Yeah, like, I feel like... I feel like in the early episodes, he, like, knew how to play the game, but he... No, wait. When was... He only had monsters. He didn't have any spell or trap cards. Yeah. He only had monsters. Yeah. Really funny that one time that Yugi described the game as like Duel Monsters is a game about mixing your magic and trap cards, and so far only Mai has ever done that. Uh Rex does it in the next episode. You mean Bakura? No, he puts claws on the dragon. He does? Oh, I'm forgetting when he put claws on the dragon. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't matter, because the dragon never attacks. <laughs> no, the dragon attacks. He he kills the swamp uh, the swamp and lava battle guards. Oh, okay. That's how that's how uh, Rex gets out of that predicament as he summons the red eyes. Right. Mm. It's it is after he destroys the battle guards that he um Offers up the do the 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 ante up their red eyes black dragon and time wizard cards. Yeah, for no like, he, why does he want a time wizard? Yeah, because he he knows that time wizard is the card that let was involved in Joey's winning strategy against Mai. So he thinks if I have the time wizard, it improves my matchup against Mai. That's why he does it. That doesn't work unless you also. <laughs> Have a card that works with the Time Wizard. Just because... I think maybe... Okay, here's what I think happened. Just to be fair, the Time Wizard is just completely bullshit in this show. Yeah, the the Time Wizard does whatever it wants to. (laughs) Because it also aged the Harpies, right? Yeah, that's how Joey won. I think... And 
So here's what I think happened. I think it's that Rex was not there for the duel, right? So Mm -hmm. all he knows is that Joey won. He doesn't know about the baby dragon and time wizard combo specifically. He just knows that Joey played that card and then Mai said, hey, watch out, that card's good. So I think he's basically just like deducing that this must have been what beat Mai, so he wants it. Um, according to this, Joey also received the Dragon Nails spell card that was applied to the Red Eyes in the in the duel. Okay, well, that card didn't do anything, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how important that's going to be. He puts the claws on it. They do their bet. Then next turn, Joey flip summons Time Wizard in attack position, uh, activates the effect, destroys the Red Eyes Black Dragon by aging it billions of years. And we see lots of images of galaxies, (laughs) and we see some guys, and then there's like apes turning into men, and then men T-posing at the camera. I love love Rex's like line when this happens, because he gets weirdly poetic, and he goes, look what you've done! Eons are passing like seconds on the battlefield! (laughs) Like Joey has fucked everything up. Um, this is the last episode, actually. Joey breaks the time and space continuum. So, so do you want to know what Time Wizard actually does in the card game? Yeah, to- totally. So, Time Wizard is a level two light attribute monster with uh, five hundred attack and four hundred defense. Its effect is once per turn, you can toss a coin and call it. If you call it right, destroy all monsters your opponent controls. If you call it wrong. Destroy as many monsters you control as possible, and if you do, take damage equal to half the total attack of those destroyed monster that those destroyed monsters had while face up on the field. So it's just like, ta- like just call it, and if you win the coin toss, you destroy your opponent's monsters, and if you lose the coin toss, you lose. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Not a good card. But there's other time wizards, right? There's like other because every card that people like or that has a design people like gets like four or five different versions over the next twenty years. Hmm. I don't know. Gonna... There's the time wizard of tomorrow, which is a fusion. The time wizard of tomorrow. Yeah, it's a time wizard plus one effect monster. I'm... Once per turn, while you control this fusion summon card, you can toss a coin and call it. Destroy as many monsters as, on the field as possible, and if you do, inflict damage equal to half the total original attack of the destroyed face of monsters. If you called the toy cost right, your opponent takes the damage. If you called it wrong, you take the damage. Okay, so just kind of like equalizing the effect. Yeah. Uh, but that is a five-star uh, fusion monster. 2,900. I'm seeing one called Time Wizard of Yesterday. No, that looks like oh, yeah. a that looks like a edit. Hmm. Time Wizard Master. Oh, this is from DeviantArt. Don't look at this. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I saw a picture from Duelist of the Roses today on Twitter. Yeah. Where Yugi says, "What did he say his name was?" <laughs> My name is Henry Tudor. 
because he is Henry Tudor in that game, but I find it cumbersome, so you may call me, in quotes, Yugi. <laughs> Why is that his name? Um, because it, he, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses is about Yu-Gi-Oh! characters taking the place of important figures in the historical English War of the Roses. Alright, yeah, totally. Be- Between Henry Tudor and the Lancasters. Um, it has Yu-Gi-Oh! so fucking good. It has one of my favorite, like, opening game acts ever, where, like, you are a modern-day Yu-Gi-Oh! player... And you get summoned back to England, historical England, by an ancient ritual that Yugi does. And so he goes like, hey, uh, I need your help. I did a magic... I'm losing a war to the White Rose armies. And I did a magic spell to summon the ultimate duelist. And it got you, so I need you to join me. At which point, Seto Kaiba shows up (laughs) as the head of the Lancasters Mm -hmm. and is like fuck that guy, you should hang out with me instead. And if you want, you can just go join Kaiba's army right then <laughs> and there. This game sounds good. It's it's just... I, I, I haven't played it in 25 years, so, like, <laughs> maybe it's fucking awful. But uh, the power, you know? The power of this concept. They should do this for more things. They really should. Would love, like, a hundred years war treatment of metabots. Alright, anything more to say about the Rex and Joey duel? Uh... I don't think so. No, me. Uh, everybody's friends again. So cut to night time. Oh, we, we did skip the slap. We didn't talk about the slap. Oh yeah, this is the this is the part where Joey and Joey and Tristan are like arguing and then it like cuts away from them and you hear some kind of sound effect and then cut to Tristan on the ground going, Ow, why did you shove me? <laughs> Can't show that on Christian TV. Uh and then Tristan gets him back after the duel. Yeah. Oh, but we also uh, don't see that. There's that part where they run at each other and they just cut back and <laughs> forth between them too many times so it becomes incredibly funny. <laughs> and then that's when uh that's when uh Tristan uh, smacks him to to get back there's at one, him. There's one more censored act of violence in uh that we'll be talking about today. Oh. I don't remember what this is. Uh this will be fun then. Um, after the duel with Rex, we return to a previous plot point, which is that, um, there's no catering at the uh, (laughs) Duelist Kingdom tournament. Nobody said the tournament would be kind of like a wilderness survival course, so they are all starving. They're all starving. And 16 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then who should happen to show up but my Valentine, who's chilled out a bit, a little bit. Uh, she's still here to neg Joey, but she's here to, uh, at the very least, he can get some of her food out of it. Because she's carrying around a big rucksack full of food. But she thinks she's going to win enough star chips to get into the castle tomorrow. So there's really no need for her to have all that food. Presumably Pegasus has the catering. 
He's got the caterers hostage in his castle. I would not assume that. I would also not assume that, but whatever. Um, uh, so she makes Joey ask really, really nicely, and she gives she gives the gang half their food and lets them camp with her. Um, this is where you may have seen you may have seen the clip of the English dub where. Uh, Yugi is going over all of the food and Joey is calling dibs on each item of food right after he says it. <laughs> um, and then you see them cooking in the in the background and you hear Yugi so- say, Joey, I don't think we should cook the candy bars. <laughs> Joey goes, back off, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so then my lets Taya know that there is a makeshift shower nearby in case she wants to take a shower. Uh, this is so- crazy. Some yeah, some real gender going on in the assumption that none of the boys would like to take a shower after three days of running around in the wilderness. And also, what is this makeshift shower? Yeah, that's just in the forest. Unclear. And so this scene unintentionally, Mai just comes off as a huge lesbian. No, she's really more of a misandrist. Well, I just mean, she seems very interested in Taya in this scene. I think it's I think it's really just that she like is particularly annoyed by the boys because mm-hmm. Taya has this moment where she's like, "Wow, I thought mine was so aggro earlier, but she's like being nice to me, but she's not really being that nice. She's just being kind of cordial, <laughs> and she makes it. I mean, she she makes it pretty clear that she disdains like Yugi and and the boys on like principle. But she hasn't thrown a harpoon at them. No, that's a different so that's guy. Something. That's something. Um, there is that moment where Taya makes like a noise of distress because she thinks she hears something in the bushes, and Mai's reaction is to burst through the shower curtain. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which she did Very not need to, to do. There. <laughs> um, here's my also, theory, yes. which I've already stated. I think this is continuing. Uh, this is continuing fuel for the uh, my Valentine is uh, is Miho from an alternate dimension who's come to this one. And this is why, despite her, her, this is why, despite her unfriendly and harsh exterior, she has such a desire to hang out with the gang. I think this is canon. I I think it is. Surely this is going to be the reveal in real Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, totally. That's what the Pyramid of Light is about. (laughs) So after, after, so like Taya hears something in the bushes and she thinks like there's something there, but Mike goes and checks and there's nothing in the bushes. So they stop thinking about it. Um, after like giving them their food and negging Joey a bit more, Mai's like, I'm going to go for a walk. She goes for a walk, thinks about how like, damn, I, I hate friendship, but maybe friendship is good. And then she gets kidnapped and we don't hear from her for the rest of the episodes. <laughs> yep. Don't panic, though. She'll be back. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Get off the stage. Hey. <sighs> so, uh, now that we've gotten rid of Mai, who should who should kind of emerge out of the inky liquid darkness? <laughs> Everybody's friend who's never been introduced in this show, Bokora. 
They have seen him in the distance and said, isn't that Bakura? And then forgotten about him. We've not actually heard him speak until now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's slightly English. Uh, Yeah. Um, They're like, Bakura, we didn't know you were in the tournament. And Bakura says, don't worry about it. Let's let's sit around the fire and talk about our favorite cards. Let's let's tr- let's discuss our kins. Let's discuss our our duo monsters kins. So Joey kins the flame swordsman. Uh, Tristan kins the cyber commander. Yugi of course kins the dark magician. And when pressured, when pressured, <laughs> Taya says, "Okay, I guess I kin the magician of faith." I don't know why we're talking about this though. And then Bakura says. Hi, everybody. I'm not evil. Check out my kin, the change of heart, the mind control card. <laughs> and everyone goes, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Who suggests the idea of Yugi and uh, Bakura dueling? I feel like it's not Bakura. But somebody I don't does. remember. Somebody makes this suggestion. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's have a friendly duel with our friend Bakura, who is a nice guy. And Bakura says, hey, why don't we all put our kin cards into into Yugi's deck so, you know, it's like we're all playing with him. And everyone goes, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then the second they get the duel started up, Bakura's like, oh, by the way, I have a Millennium Ring and I'm evil. (laughs) Everyone go to sleep. Here's my, okay, here's where I became confused. Mm -hmm. Because... They know Bakura, right? Yeah. Everybody knows Bakura. They know him from school. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, it seems like the plot of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! happened. But... In some ways. Yes. Crucially, they know Bakura, but never had the Bakura arc. You know? Because they're all surprised at the Millennium Ring, and none of them go, Oh, it's the fucking Millennium Ring again. Uh, we don't have any miniatures. This t- Oh no, he made us do kins. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Bakura, you're always doing this. <laughs> Bakura, the kind of guy who shows you like a, like a cute animal picture and goes like, Now which one of these are you? And you're like, Bakura, <laughs> stop. So yes, um, um, amazing line, amazing like two line exchange where Bakura says something about how the magic of his Millennium Ring will take them all to the Shadow Realm, and Joey goes, "Ugh, I hate magic." <laughs> um, to be fair to Joey, this is like the third time this has happened to them <laughs> in like a week. Yeah, it's rough. Mm-hmm. So he takes them all to the Shadow Realm and then puts everyone's souls into the cards that they said they kinned and thinks, oh, ho, ho, now I can get the Millennium Item from Yugi's, like, soulless body. Wait, why is it glowing? Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> the Pharaoh's here. The Pharaoh's here. Well, someone is here. Yeah, we don't know he's a Pharaoh yet. This is critical, critically important There's- they don't know he's a Pharaoh. We have a name for this character, though. Mm-hmm. What's the name? Well, after we've summoned a couple of the characters to the field, uh, which are represented by the actual characters, in, like dressed up as the cards that they kinned, um, the, the characters start referring to 
the Pharaoh as Big Yugi because they're all trading card sized and he's normal. <laughs> I love that they call him Big Yugi so much. <laughs> it's so good. It's really good. I love the part where Joey has a line where he says like, so Joey is convinced that, you know, he's he's gone off the deep end. This is like a hallucination he's having. And at one point he goes, I'm six inches tall, wearing a dress, I got a giant sword, and I'm fighting my giant friends. <laughs> and then everyone else was like, oh, is this, is this a dream? Are we sh- sharing a dream? And he's like, no, I'm just going crazy. <laughs> I, love, I love Joey reassuring everyone, don't worry everyone, I've gone insane. <laughs> Me personally, and that's why this is happening. Yeah, they have a duel. Every time one of the friend cards, like, dies, they go to the graveyard where they are menaced by a reaper. (laughs) And uh, Yugi has to get a little creative with using Monster Reborn to bring them back. Uh, Eventually, Shadow Bakura uh, is going to use the change of heart to, like, mind control Yugi, the strongest of the friend cards, and have him kill all the others. But wait, the change of heart is regular Bakura, who immediately possesses one of Shadow Bakura's cards and is like, now, get his ass. <laughs> um, and then Yugi gets his ass, and they win. They uh, swap places so that evil Bakura, dark Bakura, what would you, maybe Yami Bakura, <gasps> uh, swaps with Bakura so that he is now in the card and then he gets sent to the graveyard. Uh, love love Yugi's out loud reasoning where he goes, If Bakura's Millennium Item <laughs> lets him take souls out of their bodies and put them into cards, maybe my Millennium Item can take souls out of cards and put them into bodies. Now, why don't you do that to your friends then, <laughs> Yugi? Yeah, just do it to your friends, man. It's not that hard. <laughs> Uh, that would be cheating. <laughs> Yugi, kill this man. <laughs> and then he does. You gotta hand it to little Karibo. Yugi, kill this man is a really funny line. <laughs> is that a little Karibo line? Yeah, that's a, that's a little Karibo line. I was just saying that. It just arose from the text. <laughs> no, it's your subconscious because you've burned the abridged series into your own brain. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure Yugi Kill This Man is a is in a bridge series line. I will look this up and get back to you next time and either eat my words or gloat, as the case may be. Sure, that's our relationship. Uh-huh. Oh well yeah, but that part goes both ways. So yeah. So they beat <laughs> So they beat Bakura, they beat Shadow Bakura, who has no name. He identifies himself as a thief and a stealer of souls who is out to collect all the Millennium Items. And, it has to be said, is doing terribly because he is a spirit inside the Millennium Ring and Bakura only has one item. Yes. I think we're eventually going to get locations for all the Millennium Items? Question mark? Locations and powers? They'll all show up. Yeah. I don't know if I could tell you what most of them do, because some of them I look at and my brain just overwrites it with pieces of Eden from Assassin's Creed, (laughs) but I I think we get to see all of them. Off the top of my head, we see 
the puzzle, the ring, the scales, the eye, uh, the scepter, and which one does a Shizu have? The circlet? Oh, the circlet. Yeah, I do. The um I d- the necklace. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if there. I don't know if there are any others. Um, there's puzzle, eye, ring, scale, key, the key? rod, necklace. Oh yeah, Shadi has two. Shadi has yes. Um, rod we know, scale we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where all these are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Shadow Bakura doing really badly in his quest. Um, but I think we'll find out why he is sealed in the Millennium Ring in the big Zork arc that happens at the end of this show. Yes, for sure. So yeah, uh, they beat Shadow Bakura, but everybody except uh, Big Yugi uh, believes it to have just been a weird dream. And so they don't really comment on it, and now Bakura is just in the party now. Uh, and then immediately they hear something in the distance and they're like, oh, we better go check it out and run freeze frame. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're filming another episode over there, you. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so that's that's the three episodes we watched. Like I said, I think these three episodes are where like the the English dub especially like hits its stride. I'm just having a blast. Um I'm glad we decided to watch the show in English. I was worried maybe it would just be like the meme choice that wasn't actually that good, but I think it's I think it's a really like watchable and funny show. Yeah. Shout out to Big. I like it a lot. Shout out to Big Yugi. Shout out to Big Yugi. Big Yugi. Big Yugi. Big Yugi. <laughs> yeah. Any anything you want to say? Um, closing remarks. Did I have anything? I think Yugi's really cute in his dark magician outfit. It is a cute cosplay. I think he has the best cosplay. Yeah. Uh, there's only one thing that we have to do. What's that? What's your card, Kim? Oh, I fuck. I didn't think about this actually. <laughs> You, I mean, I sent you that dog. Yeah, it's that it's that dog. You can just search like Yu-Gi-Oh dog cards and just pick one. Well, it's oh, you're gonna let the the listener pick a dog card. Yeah, just pick their... just pick a dog card if you want. That's basically what I do. Uh, I'm picking the um, Dark Magician Girl, the Dragon Knight. What the hell is that? It's a fusion monster of Dark Magician Girl plus any dragon monster. Ha. Huh. I will put an image in our chat. I'm looking so at her. Yeah, that's Nora. I think she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, she has hella stats. She's got, like, okay stats. It's got over 2,000. That's good. Once per turn, during either player's turn, you can send one card from your hand to the graveyard, then target one face-up card on the field, destroy that target. Ah, oh, face-up, though. And you have to target it first. Those are conditions. Yeah, well... Or I could just attack you with 2,600 attack points. That's not that many attack points. 
It's almost a blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's a di- yeah, there's a critical difference between 2700 and 3000. I'm looking at 2600. Oh, I'm not. I'm just looking at pictures of the dark magician girl, the dragon knight. Now, here's where the Yu-Gi-Oh gets sexist cuz there's also dark magician the dragon knight. Which has 3,000 attack, 2,500 defense. Yeah, that's just how normal, like, that's how the normal versions of their cards are, too. And I just, as always, want to send a shout out to Apprentice Illusion Magician. She's cute. Apprentice Illusion Magician. You know her. Apprentice Illusion Magician. <laughs> I'm going to see if I know her. Okay, yeah, this is the Bukur- <laughs> This is the Merrick one. This is the, um, she, her, Merrick special summon this card from your hand by discarding one card. If this card is normal or special summoned, you can add one dark magician from your deck to your hand. During damage calculation, if your other dark if your other dark spellcaster monster battles an opponent's monster, you can send this card from your hand or face up on the field to the graveyard. The monster you control gains 2000 attack during damage calculation only. Okay. So she's a Padawan who can sacrifice herself to boost the Dark Magician. If I scroll down, am I gonna start seeing Dark Magician Girl Apprentice Illusion Witch Yuri Art? Yes, I will. There's some porn. More Yuri Art. Some more porn. Thank you, Google Image Search. I'm also Googling Apprentice Illusion Magician. Clicking images. Uh, There's the girls together, but they're not Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to see it, too. Yeah. So, yeah, any final thoughts on these episodes? No, uh, not on these. No, I just enjoy it. I like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a good... I like Yu-Gi-Oh, too. It's a good TV show. Um, I am looking at the next few episodes. Uh-huh. Um, we've got a two-parter coming up, mm-hmm. uh, but I think we should watch 16 as well. Mm-hmm. I We should watch 14, 15, and 16. So 14 and 15 is the panic duel. What is 16? 16 involves Kaiba. Oh, I think... I think this is... Uh, this. Yeah, this is the um, red eyes, blue eyes. Yeah, this is when Kaiba duels Joey. Okay, yeah. Yes. It's only it's only a one turn duel because Kaiba's because Joey's about to get wrecked. Yes, <laughs> and then after that we have a multi part arc to tackle with uh, brains. Yeah, with the zombie boys. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, three episodes a day. Well, three episodes. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. We're going to see Kaiba again. We're going to see Kaiba. Kaiba's going to show up and he's going to have those like prototype dual discs. They have to fire the Beyblade things out. That's so sick. So sick. They fire them out, but they're still connected, right? Uh, Like they're on a cord. No, I think they're wireless. Whoa. Yeah. For 2000, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, that's why they're his prototype dual disc technology. I love how he introduced, uh, like, the... <laughs> I do love the technological jump from how, like, 
he had the big stadium and that was new in the first episode the big stadium was the cutting edge only kaiba had it and he's already made like a miniature consumer portable grade version by (laughs) panel city you know what you gotta hand it to kaiba he's a smart cookie uh, interesting. I, I'm I'm just like catching some some facts about future episode from next episode, next episode of the podcast. Um, I think that Yu-Gi-Oh might have aired when it was new and then aired again several years later in a different state. It seems like some episodes were edited in 2007. Hmm. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> interesting yeah um dueling i'd love if you could find out more info on that and i wonder which edit we have on our streaming platforms i don't know because i have downloaded it Mm -hmm. and you watch it on hulu yeah yeah i just watch it on hulu so that's that's interesting i can't keep 200 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh on my hard drive (laughs) <laughs> I can't either, but I do. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Watch it. Watch it. Uh, and also, uh, f- what is our fucking outro? Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> okay. No, you do it. <sighs> Fine. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Under duress, but I'll take it. Next episode, we should harmonize. Ooh. I can't sing. Well, you'll have to learn. <laughs> no, I'll just go first, and you have to match whatever I do. That sucks. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that that's exactly Goodbye, what's going to happen. Goodbye. <laughs> Disappeared out of here. It was time to pay my dues. Never guessed that you'd be dressed in my clothes and in my shoes. You couldn't wait to move right in. If I were you, I'd be concerned. Ain't no way you're gonna win. Bet you didn't count on my return. Thought you were so dumb. must be taken out of the picture permanently. You'll never take me alive. Seto Kaiba will bother us no more. <laughs> I'm not gonna give up Kaiba Corporation without a real fight. It's takeover time by me. I attack with the Blue-Eyes White Dragon. Thought you were so dumb.